What's up, everybody? This is your girl, Author Monique Duel, and welcome to another episode of Having a Moment with Monique. I miss you guys. I know it has been about three months since I recorded last, but let me tell you, these three months have been bananas, and I'm sure it has been for you as well. My thoughts and prayers go out to all of those out there who have lost loved ones due to this COVID-19 pandemic, who's lost homes and jobs and businesses. I'm there with you. Um, Last time I spoke to you back in February, Jeremiah's chair was broken. It is September of 2020 and the chair is still broke. Matter of fact, it's more broke than it was in February. I have been working tirelessly with the case managers, the supervisors, the insurance company to repair this chair. And no sooner than they come out to assess what else has fallen off the chair before they can get the parts ordered, something else breaks. So this was just a bad fit. This chair was about $15,000, which is enough to buy a car or pay rent for a while. And it's really sad because now in the latest um, episode of what they're going to do with this chair, the seatbelt has come apart. So now he is not strapped in the chair at all. If he did not have a tray, he would not be secured in the chair, which is not only egregious, but dangerous. And so we were given only a couple of options. Now, the insurance does not cover two chairs. And if they took the chair, which was one option, to be serviced, Jeremiah would have to be bedridden until the chair was completely repaired. But on the flip side, they could see every single thing that was wrong with the chair and, you know, fix it accordingly. But how is he supposed to be in the chair, be in bed for three, four months? Because, as you know, if anybody out there has Merlin Medicaid, it takes them forever and a day to do the most basic things that our children need, which is bananas, is madness. I have waited almost a whole year and this chair is still broke and malfunctioning daily. So with that being said, if Jeremiah had to stay in bed until the chair got fixed, we are on about what, nine months or so? He would have been still in bed until they fixed it. Now, the second option was to wait for all the parts to come because they didn't want to keep paying a technician to come out to fix a part. And then they have to come back and fix this, fix that, fix that. So I really had no happy medium. So let's, let's move on past that because that in and of itself is a whole nother episode. Let's talk about this virtual learning and this whole special needs virtual learning piece. Jeremiah cannot use a a laptop, a tablet, or any of that. He can't submit assignments. He can't answer the questions they're asking. So I'm saying, what is it that you exactly that you want me to do? We are in PG County. He's signed up for Google Classroom. In this Google Classroom, Jeremiah has seven or eight tabs. In the middle of those seven or eight tabs is, is seven or eight more tabs between the classwork, the exit tickets, the videos and the charts and graphs that they want you to go over with him, as well as instructions on how to do the videos, the charts, the graphs, and the assignments. So from 8 a.m. to 5, no, I'm sorry, 8 a.m. to 2 p.m., 
Monday, Tuesday, Thursday, and Friday, we are supposed to sit in front of this iPad to do these lessons that they know goodness well Jeremiah is not doing. So whoever decided that our special needs babies were inclusive in this whole virtual learning, they really did not they really did not think this through. This was not a great idea for several reasons. And it's not just for my son. It's not a good idea for parents as a whole because what do the parents who have multiple children do? They have to be on camera and you have four or five children who are stair-stepped in age. Or what do you do if you are working from home? I have a few friends who are teachers. They're supposed to be teaching their students. And at the same time, somehow teaching their child from eight to two. We can't be in two places at once. So I went to the principal of my son's school and said, hey, what do you expect me to do as a single mother? If I'm at work, how am I supposed to do the lessons with him? They said that the children have to be not only logged, they have to be logged on during the lesson time. So while the lessons are being recorded for the attendance to count, Jeremiah has to be logged in during time of instruction or else he will be marked absent. So while I can do the lessons and the homework after hours, after work, if I was at work, he will be marked absent. And not just that, check this out. If he misses 10 or more days, he can be dropped. His IEP, his IEP can be dropped. So for all of the special needs parents whose children have IEPs, that means no IEP, no ARC services, no transportation services to or from the doctor, no residential placement, no community supports, no caregivers, no nothing. So I am in quite a conundrum, just like many of you. The only difference is I am not at work. I lost my job about three weeks or four weeks after I got the job. I left DCPS to work for DCPCS, which is charter. And by the time the pandemic showed up, all hell broke loose. And the position that I was in, it was impossible to do remotely. And they they kept me on the payroll for the remainder of the school year. And then they told me ultimately that I would not have a job when school restarted. I applied for unemployment in June. Got the card the second week in June. And I have yet to receive unemployment as of today. I have called D.C. several times. And the first thing they say, just to get you off the phone, is that we have sent your case over to be escalated since you have not been paid yet. And that's it. So your best bet is if you have to call D.C. or Maryland unemployment, you better get up early in the morning and be the first ones on the line. Because if you are not, you will be on hold for two and three hours just for them to tell you that. I have not gotten any letters. I have not gotten any resolution. Yes, I still have bills that I have to pay, just like many of you. And my heart goes out to, like I said, all of you who have 
lost your homes, lost your cars, lost your businesses, or are struggling to try to hold things together until your unemployment comes through or until you get a job, I understand completely. I am absolutely frustrated and overwhelmed between the job search and doing this virtual learning with Jeremiah. I can't be in two places at once. I can't, it's almost like I can't go back to work because they don't want to pay for an assistant to come in to do the lessons with Jeremiah and his caregiver is not computer savvy at all. She doesn't even know how to work a computer, a tablet, don't even know how to turn the thing on. So while I can sit here and try to train her, that's not practical because like I said, the way they have it set up on the tablets, you have to be computer savvy to go in and out of these classrooms and in and out of these links and sign them in over here and sign them in over there and take a screenshot of this and submit it over there. It's just freaking absolutely ridiculous, y'all. But what I will tell you is this, in the midst of not working, in the midst of not having an income of my own coming in, every bill has been paid. And I thank God for it. God has literally been providing for us since June. It was like, after everything just started happening, I just sat and quieted myself. I quieted my spirit. I began to pray and ask God to help, to to give me direction as to where to go to look for a job, what the next step was in the midst of this pandemic, and to meet our needs, which he promised to do in his word. If you are a child of God, take courage today. Because God's promises would never fail, not even in a pandemic. And so when I tell you that people were calling and saying, hey, do you have enough food? Hey, what's your cash app so I could be a blessing to you? It has been phenomenal. And I am overwhelmed with emotion as I tell you this because a lot of times we don't think God is paying us any attention. And that we're just out here running in circles and mocking time until we die. But can I tell you you're not? If you have a relationship with God, even if you don't, God still has a purpose and a plan for your life. And you better find out what it is. And if you don't have a relationship with him, if you know, like I know, you better get one. And it's as simple as repenting for your sins, acknowledging that you're a sinner and asking God to come into your heart. Then you find yourself a good Bible based teaching church so that you can learn and grow and learn more about God. Ask God to fill you with his Holy Spirit so that he can lead you and guide you to all truth and righteousness. And let him send you godly friends that will keep you and keep your mind positive and not be all gloom and doom and negative, but will push you, pray for you, hold you up in the spirit and help you seek God for the answers that you need. That's how you do that. Now, as I said to you before, We are still going back and forth over this wheelchair thing. I scheduled um, a meeting with the supervisors because I'm like, I need answers at this point from February to September. And my son's chair is literally hanging by a thread. And you're going to tell me I still got to wait for X, Y, Z? Says who? I am so close, you guys, to going to 7 on your side, channel 5, 4, 9, 12, 20, 50, whomever will listen. 
because this don't make no sense. No parent, no caregiver should have to deal with the level of nonchalantness that we have experienced since the pandemic started as it relates to getting this chair fixed. This is absolutely ridiculous. Absolutely ridiculous. And so I am grateful. Shout out to all of Jeremiah's case managers and supervisors and those in um, leadership positions who have been instrumental in keeping me sane and helping me to push through this. Because right now we are confined to the house. If I don't have a sitter or caregiver for Jeremiah, we can't go anywhere. He has no seatbelts. He has no abductors to hold him up. He's still curved because he was supposed to have the surgery. So he's literally leaning to one side. I can't transport him like that. He'll be on the floor. And so will I because I can't pick him up. He's almost 20, guys, and he weighs a good 160 pounds now. Y'all pray for me. Can y'all do that? I need y'all to pray for Moni. You understand me? It is getting real out here in these streets. And so um, since February... Like I said, it has been a roller coaster ride in the midst of what I heard preachers call pandemic. God is still blessing y'all in the midst of this pandemic. He is still blessing and protecting and covering and keeping us, keeping us sane, keeping us strong. And let me say this, if you have something to share with someone else, I don't care what it is. Have some compassion, have some empathy, because you never know when it will be you. Be a listening ear. Take the time to pray for someone else. Take the time to buy lunch for somebody else or put gas in someone else's car. Buy them a meal. Send them some flowers. Call and say, hey, I thought about you. Send a text, hey, you good? Checking in. Because at the end of the day, you guys, all of us are in this together. We are literally all in the same boat, with the exception of maybe billionaires and those who are considered quote unquote rich. God has literally even the playing field. And there's no excuse now that we that we have been given this time that we cannot start that business that he's placed in us that we cannot start that ministry he's called us to, that we can't write those books, those scripts, those movies, those TV shows, whatever it is that God has graced you to do, record that CD, you can do it. God has given you the strength. He has given you the breath that you breathe. No excuses. Let's get it done. You hear me? Know that you are loved, that someone is out here thinking of you and praying for you that you're not alone. If you need help or need a listening ear, please feel free to email me at hugswork, H-U-G-S-W-O-R-K at yahoo.com or hit me up on social media, Facebook, I'm Monique Duell. Instagram, I am Miss D-E-E-R-E-I-G-N, Miss D-Rain. On Twitter, I am, Mon- I am Monique Duell. Don't Suffer in silence. You are not by yourself. If you're feeling overwhelmed, you're feeling suicidal. You just need someone to listen to you. Holler at your girl. I got you. This has been another episode of Having a Moment with Moni. 
This is your girl, Monique Duell, and as always, we're going to end with a word of prayer. Father, I pray in this season that those who are under the sound of my voice, that their faith fail them not, Lord God. I pray, Father, that you supply every need for your special needs parents and caregivers, Father, that you give them the desires of their heart, Father, that you strengthen them, keep their minds stayed on you, Lord God. Let them know that their lives matter, Father God, that all of my listeners, Father God, not just my special needs listeners, but that all of our lives matter, Lord, that you have a purpose and a plan for us, Father, that you had given us before we were even born and formed in the belly of our parent, of our mothers. Father, I thank you and praise you that something that I say will be a blessing to someone. Father, that as the emails and the inboxes come in, Father, that you would give me the words to say, to share to your people that will encourage them, that will, strength, that will strengthen them and build them up in this crazy, unprecedented time that we're living in. But you are still God, Father. You said that many are the afflictions of the righteous. But, oh, Lord, my God, you deliver us from them all. For those who aren't saved, Father, I pray, Lord God, that you touch their heart and the day that they hear your voice, that they will harden out their heart and ask you, what must I do to be saved, Father, that they will confess their sins, ask you to forgive them, and ask you to come into their heart, that they will find a decent church that you will be pleased with so that they can grow and develop spiritually, that they, that they will be filled with your Holy Spirit, that they will go out and minister to others and save others as you would lead and guide them. Father, I pray for protection from this virus, Lord God, that you keep our bodies healthy, that you keep our bodies strong, Father, that you give us wisdom and meal planning so that we can eat the right things to be healthy, that we would drink more water, get enough rest, fast and pray, stay off of social media so much, stop gossiping, stop smoking weed, stop drinking and acting a fool, Father, and find out what it is that you will have us to do in this season. We thank you, Lord God, for clarity of thought, clarity of mind, clarity of speech. It's in your name, Lord God, that we pray. And I thank you for this podcast and everyone who's hearing it. Let it be a blessing to the hearers. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Join me next time for having a moment with Moni. I love you guys. Be blessed.